Welcome in the house of fun. Welcome in the house of fun. Welcome to episode 64 of Don't Shoot the Gingers. We have a very special episode today. I am your co-host, Ted Balloon. And I'm your co-host, also Ted Balloon. Yeah, this is the greatest day of my life. We have matching t-shirts. We're going to go whole hands. Greg, who is this disembodied voice? Who the fuck is talking right now? (laughs) We have a very special guest. It's our old friend, our lover, our compatriot. Good friend. We went to college with him. Same fraternity as him. One of the best dudes I know, ladies and gentlemen, Franklin Aaron Kynard. I just go short. I go by Aaron. Great to see you guys, and thank you for having me. Love your shirts. That's the, is this the first reveal for the shirts? First reveal for my shirt. Greg got his shirt two weeks ago, I believe, okay. maybe last week. Uh, it took a while for mine to come in the mail. I got I got to ask because the colors aren't. Is that a, like a is that a red color or is that like a gold? You're asking if this is red. Yeah, I can't. It looks gold to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gold. There you go. I'm just making sure that hey, hey, we had a problems earlier with audio. I could be having visual problems now. I don't know. I'm just joking. Fair enough, mind. man. Your shirt is clearly red. So yeah, our shirts are also salmon. clearly I'd red. also go with a salmon. So let's but at least those are in like the same quadrant <laughs> of the color wheel, you know. Whatever. I mean? Whatever. This is not this is not a time for us to make here's some things that we don't do on this podcast, jerk. We don't make fun of each other. We don't nope. make fun of other people. We don't, we don't make. We don't tell jokes in general. Don't joke. Uh, no racism whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That one you're gonna have to decide if I'm joking or not. And then misogyny also, is a plus. Misogyny is a plus. Misandry, oddly enough, is not allowed. But uh, yeah. other than that, anything is free. Gotcha. Well, I think I can follow rules. I'm pretty good at that. So we'll be all Turk, right. How did we first meet? How, how did you first meet me? And how did you first meet John? So I'll just, since you asked the question, I'll try to go with you first. Um, I have a funny feeling you probably remember when we first met before I remember you. Um, and meaning by that is I know technically it would have been more of the fraternity. You coming in as a pledge, you'd probably do an interview. Um, really the time that really sticks out to me is I think it was like a summer month. Um, I think we were hanging out with, uh, I think Jeff actually, Jeff LeBlanc and um, was involved. And we were going to like the West Center. We were playing like mm-hmm. that football game in the pool. Like we interacted a lot yes. there, but we didn't actually really hang out after that. We had, um, there was two girls that were hanging out. We were Tri Sigma. So they kind of, you know, just put us together. Um, and that's what we did. I remember that being really the first time kind of, kind of hanging out with you or, or kind of forming in some kind of bond, but I wouldn't, um, it wasn't much. It was just ambionic. You know, you remember there is that little, there's that little black girl that would always be in the pool with her dad and we would like play basketball with her. <laughs> nope. I only remember that because that's the only <laughs> black person I've ever met. But so it's like a big deal for me. Oh, uh, I thought you just, I honestly thought it was a made up story. So uh, <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. <laughs> Are we going to gloss over the fact that Aaron just said y'all's relationship was ambiotic and not symbiotic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you're going to catch that. I almost said the word fluid, but I was like, nah, that'd be too obvious. I'm uh, so far be. I'll make fun of the fact that you confuse gold and red. That's fine. But I'm not, I'm so far beyond like trying to make fun of like the words or anything like that that Turk uses. Like that's just, it's like, 
it's not a sport anymore. You know, it's like yeah. hunting wouldn't be fun if the deer walk into your living room. So I, I have some questions for both of you. Uh, while, while Aaron ponders how to hunt a deer in his living room, uh, you keep calling Franklin Aaron Kynard Turk. Uh, tell me where Turk came from. What is Turk? Who is Turk? How is Turk? God, that's yeah, a shame. I don't even know if I really know that. It's a shame because the, most nicknames that stick have a really good story behind them. But Turk, I just started calling him Turk because he just looks like that would be a nickname for him. And it stuck. Like there was no, you know, he didn't like eat a turkey. And I was like, oh, look at this guy. Or he didn't, you know, there was no, he didn't go to like Istanbul or anything like that. I just said he looks <laughs> like a Turk. So we're going to call him Turk. And it just stuck. Were you watching Scrubs a lot and just involved in the JD and Turkle 10 relationship on Scrubs? No, I didn't. I thought I if know. I remember correctly, you were, when you were pledging, you decided that you would call every brother by a different nickname. And I think that's just, that also forced you to, do, yeah, very bold. <laughs> it forced you to kind of come up with a name. And I was just, I guess, so boring that Turk was the best thing. Um, I'd argue I think that after Turk that. is not a boring name. Oh, I, I, I'm not saying that it's boring. I'm just saying that it, it originated from nothing. He just, it, there was no storyline behind it. So he just fabricated it based off what ticked in his brain, which is hard to, dis, to decipher sometimes. And that's what he got. Um, <laughs> it's true, man. The stories that there's no story, which is weird because when usually when somebody like forces a nickname like that, it doesn't stick. Um, sure. Right. Like I have a friend, he once, he once ordered a sushi roll called the white dragon. And I tried <laughs> to make that his nickname. I tried to call him white dragon. Did not stick us, forced it way too hard, too many syllables. But for whatever reason, Turk, it just works. Cause like you, that's what you look like. Yeah. And you know, that worked and uh, I answered by it. I didn't, uh, I didn't buck it by any means. And uh, mm. we, you know, we became good friends. I just, I got a question. I hate to ask the host questions, but it's making me think, and I have a moment to have figured out. There used to be a time that we were really good friends that we used to often finish each other's sandwiches. Sandwiches. Jesus. I was in the middle um, of drinking, otherwise I would have done it. Yep. I, I figured, but the, I'm trying to, I thought you came up with that. Okay. I, hold on. Don't, 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 don't say anything. I thought this was something you came up with. You thought it was funny. So when we went to the basketball game, you know, you'd be like, hey, me and him are really good friends. You finished, and I'd say sandwiches. It was perfect. I'd get move on my life. I'd eat my popcorn. But then, as I have a child, um, she watches Frozen. Sure. And in it is the scene where they uh, are trying to talk about how great these two people are together. And he, the, the girl says, they're such good, uh, they're such good, to, they're so good together, they finish each other's sandwiches. And now I'm wondering, did you knock off Disney then? Frozen, number one, came out in 2010. Okay. You and I were doing that bit back in 2008, okay. 2009. So they stole it from us. Yes. All right. Um, you got a, Since y'all are big now, do y'all got a lawyer? We could send that to Disney? Uh, That's actually you. a good idea. I think we do need to litigate. <laughs> we do need to litigate ASAP. Because <laughs> I just, uh, I thought I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, have I been duped my whole life thinking Greg was originated this great uh, opening line and then disney did it but well, now that i bullshit, know what's bullshit is i also went by olaf the frozen snowman in college well, and that is should. obviously a blatant ripoff <laughs> as well this is <laughs> the, fucking, the worst man who are the well, producers who are the producers for frozen i don't know 
I know Josh Gad was in it. I can I can blame Josh Gad. Is he the, the fact broke ass you know Jonah Hill? It's great. Uh, yes, yes. Josh Gad is the broke ass Jonah Hill. Oh shit! Frozen came out even later than I thought. 2013. Jesus, dude, these guys. So, are jokes. They heard about Stealing it. Stealing yeah. our bit for five years, nay half a decade. I mean, and they're making killings off it because we have one and two of Frozen, you know, and we watch all the short stories. Uh, love it in this house. And yeah, I but do they have a podcast with 14 followers? <laughs> I doubt it. Seriously, it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> well. I, I, we, honestly, we, I don't even think we have to take this to court anymore. I think the case of public opinion is in our favor. So we're good to go, guys. Yeah. I mean, I got, you, you at least got 14 people that are on your side for sure. So, All right. so I, I also now have 31 Instagram followers. So 14 plus 31, those are definitely different people. So we're up to like 87 people if I did that math right. That's true. I mean, Disney's, Disney's going downhill. Just a quick heads up. The creator, Chris Buck or the, the director of the movie, uh, he's from Wichita, Kansas, which well, to me is suspicious. I, no one's ever from Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. Right. I mean, tell me one thing that happened in that, that, that town. Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Former, former Winthrop basketball coach Greg Marshall got kicked out for assaulting his players. Uh, so yeah, obviously well, yeah. Greg Marshall heard us calling things these frozen terminologies. He took it to, to Greg Buck, Chris uh, Buck. And then Chris yeah. Buck was like, those are pretty fucking smart guys. Let's make a Disney movie about it. Because he definitely was there when we were – no, was he – actually, was he? Mm-hmm. Did he not, like a year or two. Not when Greg was there. When, when you were there, Greg? Okay. No, I think you were, my you first were there in the Randy Peel era. I think my first year at Winthrop was Greg Marshall's last year, I believe. Was 2008. I thought, I thought he left after – right before we came to college and – or you know, our freshman year, me and John came to college. When they went to the NCAA uh, tournament, and then I thought he left the year after. Yeah, uh, Greg, he... Aaron is right. Aaron's right now. <laughs> like, it's, that's yeah, why I'm he's my lawyer. You're just wrong. So, uh, that's why he's my lawyer, baby. Also, I want to talk to you about Chris Buck, this little piece of fuck who steals our information. He was also the character animator for The Fox and the Hound, he was also uh, the character Sad designer for, for The Little Mermaid, he was the supervisor for Pocahontas. He was the director of Tarzan. This dude's been stealing our stuff forever. Well, yeah. you, are you talking about white people in general or just like the three of us? Yeah, it's about Pocahontas. It's absolutely about stealing white people's identity and not about the other way around. And Tarzan was basically my story. I mean, <laughs> <How so? laughs> I mean, so, I mean, I, that's my documentary that they just changed the name from Turk to Tarzan. Come on. Sure. Sure. Uh, Turk, Aaron, which one would you prefer me to call you during this pod? A Turk would be, I think that's Turk. As Turk, what are the direct correlations between your life and Tarzan's life? Well, I, um, one, I'm a man. Um, sure. We're off to a roaring start. I can climb a tree uh, decently. Um, I can't go. You also have the vocabulary of Tarzan. Yeah, I climb tree good. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a low blow. Um, I am good with my hands. I have strong muscular hands. A strong. Dude, your hands look really tough, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah just... that was a big hand. Jesus, yeah, I just, dude. Fuck, I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I really didn't, my body didn't grow into my hands, but I mean, could you know, whatever. Um, I should be taller. Um, and I, uh, you know, I, I like helping people out that are in distress and being up with people called Clayton. So, wow, uh, you deep cut. Specific. Did not know that. <laughs> yeah. 
so, it's impressive. Yeah, and just to throw it out, I have a little bit of, of a curiosity uh, with the gorillas at the zoo. I like going to that exhibit. There, Tarzan was clearly with the gorillas. Um, and so that's me, basically. I am Tarzan. I am the, uh, the American, uh, like, suburban Tarzan. Dude, I think we got the name of the episode, American Suburban Tarzan. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's so, rare uh, that uh, lightning strikes quite so perfectly on this podcast like it just did there, Turk. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Turk, as, uh, you, you've listened to our podcast before, correct? Absolutely. Every episode? Uh, so not every absolute episode 100% from A to B, but I definitely have That's one thing you don't or... have in common with Tarzan. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that might be the exact Tarzan. same thing. Um, uh, he doesn't have good internet. But I do. I have watched bits and pieces and jump in and out when I can and uh, also try to follow up with some of the pre-recorded stuff when y'all send it out. So. Turk, if you'll take a moment, step aside. I have to talk to Greg real quick. Greg, you said that he listened to our stuff, and this, is, um, this isn't good. He doesn't listen to all of our stuff. True. Um, uh, it's just are we, are we still going to have him on? Are we still going to keep we, him on as a guest? I think we keep going. Uh, all right. Oh, oh uh, Aaron, uh, Turk, you are back on. Sorry about that. We had a little moment of, of uh, disconnect there. Uh, but I have a question I have, I have asked all uh, the guests on Don't Shoot the Gingers. Uh, what is the most recent thing in your search history? All right. So I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show you exactly where it is. This is the last thing I checked that's from Spotify. It's a food. It's a food. So you, you understand that 50% of our listeners uh, don't have a video podcast. They nope. just listen to it in their car. So you're going to okay. have to describe what it is. Well, I got it caught up in the video. Um, it's called Poke Bros. Poke Bros. It's, a, uh, it's like a Hawaiian style. It's, it's called it's Fresh Fish Hawaiian style. It looks like sushi to me, basically. Uh, but they have like these bowls. There's like carrots and like uh, sushi and different kinds of obviously fish that you can choose from. Um, this one had pineapples in it that I had, but outside of that, all of it outside of that, other than I had to look forward just a, this afternoon, it's just straight camping gear, all about camping. So, so. Uh, if you if you are familiar with our episodes before, I once uh, did a game show with with Greg, and one of the options that Greg had was how proficient of a camper he was. So it sounds like you two have a lot in common on the camping side. Um, I would say that he's more tested um, in some ways because he's he's probably he's done some more longer hikes journey through. Um, I would say that we have a very common interest. Um, definitely enjoy it. Did a lot more when I was in college. We used to actually go with a roommate, Wyatt. Um, him and I used to go up to the mountains a lot. And the Smokies kind of um, something I wish I could still do. Um, but I haven't done like a hike like he has where it's been, you know, several days. It's something I ultimately would like to do. Now, have y'all hiked together or camped together? No, we have actually, so. no, we have never actually camped together. I just, um, yeah, it's kind of sad to think about when, when I think about it. Yeah. Well, well Aaron, you can go so down It's interesting to that we both. Oh, sorry. I, I was just saying but... you can go down to Austin and go to the beach because uh, Greg has a great spot. He can camp on the beach. Literally the whole beach is his. Yeah. He told me about that. It actually sounded really cool. Um, I actually love that. Um, definitely didn't see the beach when I was in Austin last, but uh, hopefully we'll be coming back one day. Maybe we can go there. So, but yeah, um, interesting enough, as much as interested 
as we both had in camping. We, we, I don't even think we've even talked about even doing it or trying to do it. The biggest thing we ever did, which Greg has talked about in a book is, is I guess closest thing is we built a raft with our bare hands and a couple of twines and, you know, we rafted across a lake. Um, that well, tell, like a, tell the people about that story. Cause that was a fun little adventure we had. Yeah, it was a good adventure. We, um, so what, whatever reason I had a goal or uh, I guess a bucket list that I wanted to, uh, make a raft out of hand, you know, just break some twigs, put them together, twine them up and, uh, raft across something. Um, for kind of like Huckleberry like thing, flooded highway. Of, well, yeah, that would be fine. Especially, I mean, anything, um, that would be somewhat safe. Um, and that would have been safe. Sure, um, yes. but I didn't, Nothing I didn't safer than a flooded highway. I didn't happen to have a flooded highway, uh, close by. So, um, I also apparently didn't have any other bottled water that I could have done except flying from the Minnesota. Um, but anyway, we're in Minnesota at a beautiful lake. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's not, it's a manageable lake. It's how I've described. It's not the biggest lake I've ever been on. Um, you know, but it is good body of water. Um, and so I told Greg for whatever reason, I was like, Hey man, let's, he, well, he took us walking in the park. I think we went outside. Uh, we went to like a little park and I said, Hey, let's, let's raft from here to your, to your house. And, uh, and I don't know why he didn't really question it. He was like, yeah, I mean, sounds like, it's like, it's a bucket list. And he's like, okay, I don't know why I mean, anyone would ever question that. That's a yeah, perfect like, idea. You know, why would we not? And so we went back to the house that, you know, and uh, got our gear, which was just like twine. And uh, I think we had a little lighter so we could like kind of burn off the ends of the, the rope and, <laughs> And Labatt Blue. We just had a bunch of Labatt yeah. Blue and twine and lighter. Yeah, because I was trying to drink the most Minnesotan beers I could, um, which I'm not even sure that's even from Minnesota. It's not. It's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, and so his parents dropped us back off up there, and we began our um, our job of creating this raft. And out by where we were kind of going, our landing zone, I would say, was like a little a creek, and it was these very reedy I, i'm not saying weed i'm saying reed um very reedy um environment so the the actual creek itself was really small and, and it stands out for me because it's not a very typical like plant that i see here in the south down here in charleston or even columbia where i'm at now um so it was just different to me um and so we began breaking all these logs or these like twigs or picking up these like and I don't know, probably three, four, five inch diameter like logs and just kind of setting them down, like stacking them in a square. And as we, you know, put them in the water, they uh, absorbed the water. And so we uh, had a little uh, flag that we made, which is kiss my bass. Um, and we, you know, put it on our little boat and we took some funny pictures or Greg was, you know, running around like in a kind of like Greg dancing, you know, just imagine that with a flag. Um, I imagine that every night. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we were like, his family, you know, was cheering us on and we were starting to push through this lake to go into the open water. Um, but what ended up happening was the two things ended up happening. The reeds were, uh, a lot closer together than we really thought farther on. And so as we tried to push through it, the logs, the raft itself was bigger and we were having to push it through the logs. It wasn't really, we couldn't float it. And so we were having to main out. The second was, um, you know, it was just, it, it was not enough water to refloat and the logs started to soak in water. So it became heavy to pick up. And so at one point, uh, Greg was like, all right, we, you know, we've done our, you know, we've taken our pictures. Uh, we've had our fun. And I was like, you know, it's time, it's time to call it. We'll just go back. And I was like, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. And so I said something to the extent of like, Hey, we Greg, were sojourn on. 
I, yeah, that's I said, Greg, I came all the way up here to, you know, I had cancer and I survived my bucket. This is my bucket list. And you're just going to give up on me. And he's just like, fuck, you know, that made me feel bad, cancer. And, uh, and he decided to push through it. So he was on the backside of it. And I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to take 100% credit of this. I was pushing my butt off to make sure he got through those weeds. And I was just digging my like thighs in this, in this silt um as i as i pushed and shoved it and and uh and we got out there and once we got out there i think it was a relief because you know even though i was trying to push through it i questioned at some points whether we were gonna actually make it and we got out there got our paddle <laughs> one thing we really didn't do is actually get a paddle which is ironic we had <laughs> sticks and i guess we were gonna like just kind of poke it which again uh was good until we ran out we got too deep and then sure. it became a fact that we did have life jackets on. So um, we jumped in the water and we just began to push the raft across the lake and swim it. And that's how it became. Well, as you swim it, uh, you know, you get a little tired. So I jumped up on the raft a moment to like kind of take a, um, you know, like a breather. And I, I looked down and I'm like, yeah, it was sunbathing. And I looked down like my lower thigh and I saw this little, this black thing just kind of like stand there. So I'm like, what the hell is that? So I like, I like try to knock it off and it doesn't go anywhere and just kind of like wiggles. I'm like, I'm like, the hell is this? (laughs) And it's a leech, man. Yeah. And that was, I thought I I was over. I've never really had, I've never been bitten by a leech. I don't know what it is. Like kicks. Cool. I don't know. Uh, This was not cool for me. And so I'm like, yank the thing off. It's just like bleeds, you know, a little bit. Well, so then I really jump up and I pull up my, my bathing suit up and I just, my leg is covered I mean, they're just covered in, in uh, fucking leeches. I like pull up my shorts and I have, I have leeches like all over every genitalia, but everywhere. And I'm like, oh, heck no. So I'm like, Greg, you got to get these off of me, dude. Like, um, I'm like, you got to get these off. Like, I'm not going to die right here. I don't know why I thought it, but. But, but Greg, you have to use your mouth to remove them. so i jump up on the thing with like and and let me mind you this raft is not comfortable okay because it's it's not sanded down it's just like limbs sticking in every body like every rib i mean it's awful and so i'm laying there and uh and i just pull my pants down and he picks leeches (laughs) off my butt (laughs) and uh I, i was just like it has to be this way this is survival you know and um I managed, I don't know how many I had. He fought, we got as many as I could off. We pushed it the rest of the way. Uh, I think once we got back, we really needed ultimately break up that raft because all this wood was now in front of their dock. And I just yeah. like, I got to go get a, sh- I, I hurried really quickly and I went and got a shower. I was still picking them off in the shower, dude. And <laughs> I had so many, when I was in the shower, my, like the water was just blood. It was just red. I had them all bit because they don't like clot right away. And so I'm like, what in the heck, man? It was everywhere. It was just very personal. Uh, I love personal that story. I love that you are a strong person. You have you have beaten cancer. You have uh, survived. So far. Uh, you've, broke, you've broken your yep. back. You've uh, you've pushed a raft through reeds. But leeches is the end. Leeches. Yeah, yeah. No. I can't. Dude, I can't I fucking was, do it, man. <laughs> it was not only that because I I love. I, I'm a big fisherman. I love to fish, and uh, I really wanted to do that on the lake up there because they had walleye. And I think maybe pike. Is that correct, Greg? Northern Pike, yes, sir. Yeah. Something two fish species that I, I really wanted to catch. I hadn't caught. Um, and and one of the um one of the, the baits that were being used was a leech. And I refused. 
I never touched one of those. Nah, I was just like not doing it. So to end up covered in them was just quite a, uh, quite a turn of events for me. Very, um, very apropos. Yeah. That was very poetic for sure. I know I that's think not on, on the back end of that story. I think now is a good time to take a quick break from our sponsors and plug a couple of things here. And welcome in the house of fun. Welcome in the house of fun. This week's episode of Don't Shoot the Gingers is brought to you by our very own Greg Larson's second memoir, Clubby, a minor league baseball memoir. Clubby is a hilarious and illuminating story about a starry-eyed baseball fan who accidentally became part of the minor league system that exploited his heroes. Just search Greg Larson Clubby, that's C-L-U-B-B-I-E, to pre-order on Amazon today. And we're back. Yep. Oh, I cut you off. I was going to say, and we're back. And then you said, and we're back. And I fucked up. And the whole podcast is ruined. Oh, man. (laughs) And now Aaron's talking without permission. Sorry. Damn it. God damn it. There really should be a mute button for me. There there is. Oh, that's off the rails. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So here's what's going to happen. This is the part of the show where we also, (laughs) Turk, I don't know if you know this, but we have a part of the show where we give tax advice. And uh, your <laughs> Turk is uh, works for the Not- Department of Revenue for certain states. We won't say which one. And uh, so you might actually know what you're talking about here. Yep. No, say how that one. Okay. So Turk, I'm going to give you a phone number. I'm going to give you a phone number. Okay. To call into. This is the target in Wichita, Kansas. Which right. does not exist. We've already established Wichita, Kansas does not exist. Yeah. And so what you'll have to do is hold it close to your microphone, you know, and do it on a speakerphone. Yeah. But here's the, gotcha. phone, here's the number. And Turk, you're going to call in and tell them that you're not going to be able to work today. Uh, the reasons are yours to make up, but this is the, uh, this is the prank. All right. Number is three, one, six dumbass area code six, three, six, four, two, zero, six. Northeast Super Target Store, the new Xbox and PlayStation game consoles will only be available by purchasing online and choosing from order pickup and drive up. Our teams are unable to provide item availability at this time. The safety of our team and guests is our number one priority in accordance with local and state regulation. So we definitely covering or business that has are required in our stores. Yeah, but we have to do a big box store because they don't know who all of their employees are demand for yeah. product we're unable to provide you with updates on inventory for purchase Jesus. thank you for your patience Jeez. as we continue to restock shelves we're reserving the first hour we're not going to restock shit with turk not to coming into work vulnerable guests <laughs> including elderly pregnant women and those with underlying health conditions for hours and location information, Man. press one. Oh. To reach the department, press two. two Speak two, to two. someone in the pharmacy, two. press three. For electronics, press one. Guest no, service intimate. desk, order pickup or drive up, press two. Human mm. resources and employment yes. inquiries, I mean, yes. press three. Is <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. More like Super Bowl Sunday. Fuck these guys. They're stalking shells. Slowly. 
<laughs> oh, this is the best thing we've ever. How does an employee? Uh, yes, I, I just wanted to um, let you know. I'm not going to make my shift today. Um, something came up. Who is it? Oh, hi, Aaron. Again. Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Which department do you work in? Um, the guest guest services. Okay. Um, is there anything I need to do? Like, do I need to email the direct supervisor or? Or um, I I I'll be honest with you I, I I'm gonna try to it's supposed to be my my shift tonight um for stocking the shelves uh-huh. um but I'm not gonna be able to do that and tomorrow's morning shifts looking a little iffy as well I got some stuff going on I don't know if I need to do I need to send in a doctor's note I mean is that you, you do work here at the northeast one right yeah have uh well then it's the other place I'm sorry I I'm I just got a lot going on that's where you have me at. You were right about what you said. Uh, so are you calling the wrong store? Is that what that is? No, 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 no. I, I, was, I didn't mean to say guest services. I was just thinking customer service, always the best. Try to do your best you can. And I was just, uh, do I need to say, so I guess anyway. Um, the, let me get you over to a leader because you're supposed to let them know when you can't make it in. Okay, thank you. We've made it to the leaders. Mention specifically that you're going to be hungover. Turkey of the body language of somebody who's actually nervous about calling into their work to say they're missing <laughs> your face. You're like, you're like, fuck, am I going to get fired? <laughs> I feel bad for this person. Is there I any music or anything? No, it's just, she might be listening. So I put it on mute. Hey, we're calling Target. This is Ian. Yeah. Um, I just want to let you know that um, I'm going to be out uh, tomorrow this year. Thanks, um, Ian. Um, and I'm going to also be out this afternoon. I think I'm in the Super Bowl. If I'm, uh, not gonna, I'm not going to be able to make it tomorrow. Do you need a doctor's note? Ian? I need this job, Ian. Where you at, man? Ian? <laughs> I Ian? think Ian's gone. I think, I think, let's cut it. I think Ian died. Holy butterscotch. <laughs> That's that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Let's uh I'm gonna try one. Somebody give me a phone number. All right, let me do it now. Okay. Let me all right. Silence uh, calls. Aaron, while you're looking that up, um, I do want to ask you another another question that I had uh listed for you. Uh, <clears throat> if you were a rabbit, what animal would you be? <laughs> I'd be uh I'd be a buck. Okay. That's What's a male rabbit. Thing? That's a male yeah. rabbit, by the way. Is it really? Uh, yeah. I'm almost know. positive. You can Google that behind me to make sure, eh. but I'm pretty sure. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I believe you. You seem like a strong, independent man. I seem like a Tarzan kind of guy. You I'm ready for bucks. a number, but keep asking some questions. I'm ready to you do it. Your bucks. Yeah. No, no. If you're ready for a number, let's go ahead and send it <clears> off to Greg. All right. <clears throat> Just because it's personal, I want you to call it CVS in Maryland. Okay. okay? Not Maryland part being personal. And uh, I want you to uh, ask about uh, anti-diarrhea medicine and then specifically ask for prophylactics. Okay. Okay. And I'll tell you a story about the prophylactic um, in a minute. So uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not working there. I'm a customer looking for a prophylactic. Yeah. So 301. 
Is it active diarrhea problems? Hey, those are the two things you got to ask about how you put those together. I don't know. Okay. Okay. What is the difference between anti-diarrhea and prophylactic? Okay. Do you not know what a prophylactic is? I don't know what a prophylactic is. Do I need to hit the story now so you understand? There I was working at CVS. Here comes an old man. He was, you know, barely getting by. And he comes by and says, kind of whisk, gets really close and whispers to me and says, Hey, do you, do you have any prophylactic? And I said, um, boy, I just sure didn't know. I didn't know what that word meant. And I was too embarrassed to ask. So I thought it must be like a, either like a Tom's anti-diarrhea medicine. And so I went to, and I said, Oh yeah, come on. So I walked him down to the aisle and I kind of did like a Vanna white, like here it is and just a br- open arms and uh and he looked and he looked back at me and he looked and he got a little bit closer to me and he said no i'm looking for prophylactic and i'm like okay so for next so next process of elimination thing i thought was well maybe he's looking for diabetes medicine so that's <laughs> where i took him to the glucose <laughs> and, and i said the same thing man white here it is uh, it's on this aisle in one of these spots we're standing and he he you know looked really close to me and he goes I'm asking for condoms. So it's actually a condom, but it's an old, it's an older person term use of knowledge. And well, I didn't know that. And, and it threw me absolutely off. And I have never forgotten that story because <laughs> it was very awkward. And I kept showing him anti-diarrhea medicine. So that I put those two things together and said, now have a conversation with it because it happened to me. So what's, gotcha. really, what's really bizarre is I looked up prophylactic while you were talking and Google image search. <clears throat> and I, I do see one lubricated, non-irritating stainless prophylactic what is this why is it stainless steel first off we are about to find out a lot of toothbrushes there are a lot of (laughs) prophylactic toothbrushes so use that information how you will there's yeah there's a lot of great pictures here so 301 yep 375 7450 this is happening and And that is brian's road maryland thank you for calling cbs pharmacy located at 7035 Indian Head Highway, Bryan's Road, Maryland. If you are a healthcare provider or calling from a doctor's office, press 2 now. To check if the COVID-19 vaccine is available in a store near you, please visit cbs.com forward slash... On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you hate CVS? Oh, it's fucking negative 3. Oh, you like them. No, 10 was a high, right? (laughs) Uh, Prophylactics. You have a medical request, right? Yeah, technically. Sure. <laughs> okay. One moment while I transfer you to the pharmacy for assistance. Oh boy. Go online to schedule your free flu shot at CPS today. No cost with this, most insurance. This particular CPS has a one star rating on Google. Visit I can all, all one star. Flu <laughs> learn more or ask your pharmacy team. Representative. It's flu season. Get your flu shot today. Fuck off, dude. Is anybody getting a flu shot this year? Uh, I got mine. Nice. That's because they drive up and shoot you at work, but. The flu shot is just the broke bitches COVID vaccine. (laughs) Yeah. Take that $35. They got us on waiting music, dude. That's a bad sign. You are call 700 in line. We appreciate your service. It's also the bullshit of uh, we are anticipating longer than usual wait times. That's every fucking yes. call I ever have to make. I also hate when they say, please listen carefully. We've changed the menus. Like, do you change the menus that much or like daily? Like, <laughs> I've, call, I've called and paid my water bill like for four years I've been here. 
Hello? Hi, it's Chet. Hello? Hi, uh, can you hear me? Yes. This is Chet. Uh-huh. What's your name? This is CVS Pharmacy. How can I help you? Oh, the, uh, hi, CVS. I was, I'm trying to find out if there are any prophylactics and anti diriel medicines. Okay, hold on one second. I have to get the pharmacy for you. Give me one second. Okay, thank you, CVS. Am I crazy? Or did that person just introduce themselves as CVS pharmacy? Yeah. Great customer service. I understand the one star now, though. What's your name? I said it's CVS. <laughs> I'll be honest, the anti-diarrhea part made me feel like it was a little bit obvious that it was. Uh, hey, you just do do what do what you got to do with those two things, man. Just do the do, bud. That's a diuretic <laughs> joke. Us calling into a CVS to prank call a CVS is very much something you do when you're high on Mountain Dew. Yeah. Steven and myself were working one day and a guy came in, he bought uh, a thing of vegetable oil, a Red Bull and condoms. That's what and, you do at CVS. Hold on. And Steven, uh, order. Steven was training still. So I was like, you know, he was like doing everything by the books. Like, oh, have a good day, you know, whatever. And when he, when he's like, you know, have a good day, sir. And the guy looks back really creepy. And he's like, oh, I will. And I just, I wondered what he did with those three things that day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, something weird was happening with those. Uh, so those theoretically, items. wouldn't Red Bull act as a type? Red Bull would act as a type of Viagra, right? Because it's a it would be a blood stimulator as well. No doctor, but I would assume so. <laughs> Good. Well, that's all that we need. I'm just gonna this to the side. Yeah, this pharmacist is very slow. Uh, Aaron, I want to ask you another question. Turk, oh, sorry, I apologize. Turk. Uh, what is the last thing that you did for the first time? All right. So a phenomenal question. Um, and I had to think about it. Uh, that was also, actually, at any point you have to stop talking because Greg might have to take over this. Yeah, protocol. for sure. So I, that one was the absolute best question. I even talked to a couple other people and uh, I said, Hey, just think about that question. That's a good question. Um, and so I thought about it and the one thing that really stands out to me and not to get overly sappy was, uh, but it's being a father. <laughs> um is being a dad um and it's something that you know me and kelly plan on just having one child so i don't see that process happening again but it's evolving every time that relationship changes and how how do you be a dad how do you be a good dad when do you discipline and when do you become a friend and when do you mentor all those things are all developing um and it is absolutely um one of the most challenging and rewarding um experiences that i've gone through really Hell yeah, um, man. So uh, it, uh, that was a phenomenal question though. I just, I sat there and thought about it. And I mean, it was so good. I'm telling you, I asked my wife, like, think about that question. And she said, oh, man, I mean, I can't even think about it. I told Jeff, like, ask that, ask him that question. You know, what am I going to say? Like, and that's what came, what ended up coming to me on that question. I, I was, I'm kind of blown away by the, uh, by the purity of the answer there. I was half expecting it to be like masturbating with the carrot in my asshole. Yeah. Um, well, but that's yeah. a much easier, much better question. Yeah, well, it was actually, answer, yeah, it was a, it was a good one. And it's, uh, it's such a rewarding thing. It's something that I'm reminded every day, you know, this is Chet. <laughs> Did you hang up on him? No, they hung up on me. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. 
we had a pharmacist. Uh, I will say I didn't mind pranking the person who picks up the phone at the CVS. Um, but once you go to the pharmacist, like that's like a that's a trained professional, and they they're busy. They I currently at this moment in li- in their life, they're busy saying saving lives. And, uh, <laughs> now I feel a little bad that we are about to prank a pharmacist. I don't, I'm no, glad we I didn't. Oh yeah. yeah, I'll sleep just fine. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Greg, do you have an answer to that? What's the f- last thing you did for the first time? Um, well, I guess technically it was having COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your immunity sucks, bro. Yeah, fight that dude. stuff off, man. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. It was like having a cold for about two and a half days. Uh, that was, I still can taste maybe 15, I'm probably at 15% taste right now. And 100% onion. That's <laughs> 100%. On, I'm, that onion, eating an onion uh, unlocked something in me. Uh, yeah. Turkey, you good. flashing? It looks like you're playing pinball. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, that laugh that laugh was like somebody put in a script like in parentheses that said laugh insert laugh here oh <laughs> <laughs> oh as we're winding down we've got about 10 minutes left 15 minutes left uh wow it flew by turk i want to ask what is a piece of social media that you've been vibing on so it's going to be a couple things. Um, one of the big thing is, you know, I mentioned about camping earlier, kind of what, which is my last so, kind of social media, uh, I mean, browser searches. Um, but there's a lot of YouTube videos um, that I've been watching. Um, just how to camp, not, I guess how to camp, it's not product reviews is probably more like it. Um, and that kind of goes into something um, that is interesting as well is not only is it camping, but I've also looked, been interested in like podcast stuff. So it was so kind of timing of asking you me to came come to here the wrong ask. place. Well, <laughs> I actually came to the most beautiful place um, to be able to try this out and see what this is like. Um, as I'd mentioned, Jeff uh, LeBlanc and I are, we're together all the time. I, you know, we're, we're just here every weekend. We're constantly together and we're always in outdoors and doing adventures uh, between hunting and fishing and camping and just life in general, golfing, whatever. And we kind of been talking about doing a podcast right before y'all had actually actually did it. We were that, this is how far we've been back, but we just haven't put it together. We just haven't done it. Um, so we're trying to kind of work on that based off some of the outdoor stuff we do and some of the ca- kayak and trips that we do and fishing that we do and the hunting. And we're trying to put all this together. So my stuff that I'm vibing on is just podcasts. I actually, my wife bought me a book. Um, of some people that she listens to a podcast that write, writes a, uh, a book on how to pod- do some podcasts and some equipment, things like that. So far I've read it. Um, it's a really light read and really enjoyed it. Um, but, um, and when I say I read it, I got through the intro. Um, sure. so That's reading. just got it yesterday. So I haven't got to dive into it. So it's something that we've been actually been trying to do, but, um, yeah, man, it's, it's been camping, um, like just re- product reviews and most everybody does product reviews are like, they're just stupid. So your co-host name is Jeff LeBlanc. We've talked about him a few times so far. Is Jeff LeBlanc aware that his name is Jeff the White? I don't know. I will ask him tonight. I'm actually going to see him. I already saw him earlier, and I will see him later uh, for the Super Bowl. So I will ask him if he knows that. Jeff the White. Now, can you give me some background on that? Does he? Is he? Do you know if he's aware? Do you think that that's his name? Uh, I mean, I imagine if you grew up with the last name LeBlanc, at some point you've put two and two together that your name is the White. Okay. I I, that's correct, right? LeBlanc is the White. I'm not making that up. Gotta be. It's I French. mean, it's French. The, the fact that you said it so like 
confident. I mean, yeah. you, you. I'm rewriting you, thesaurus. I'm rewriting languages right now. Yeah, you definitely is the white. I hear you. I'm telling yeah. him. But yeah, he. Um, I will let him know. He's the. So what is? Of, do you have a name for that podcast yet? Or what? Are, when we in in April when this comes out, what are we going to be searching for? So a couple things. Um, you know, great. Uh, geez, name. I'm really good with names. Um. Jeff is obviously in the military. We call him the white on this podcast. The white? Yes. Okay, the white. Um, he uh, <laughs> was in the military. And um, and so he is, if you know anything about him, he is extremely pro-America, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, tough guy. I'll shoot terrorists to save you so you can vote. And uh, and I'm, I am I definitely pride myself in something. Actually, I'm not even sure that Greg may even really got gotten this deep with me before, but um, the fact that I did get sick and had cancer, um, broke my back and stuff like that. I remember when 9-11 happened, I was uh, very upset that I couldn't join the military because they wouldn't take me. Um, because if you know me and you watch my college career, you'll realize that I'm very defensive of the people that I'm around. I'm, I will fight for those people. Um, and, and physically, I will. And, I've done, and, um, and so that stood out to me as a young child when 9-11 happened. It's just a really weak point in my life because I was unable to. I mean, having a conversation with my, you know, parents or my mom about it and, you know, saying that, you know, they, they wouldn't take me. And so I kind of look up to Jeff for that. So I'm pro kind of that, um, that right for people to be able to vote in what they do, um, you know, outside of the politics of whether they should be in war or not, but respect for people who do. And so we thought about just kind of reviewing, like um, trying to really promote a lot of American products, um, and as we've been getting a look at it, there's a lot of American, there's, you know, sites that have all straight American products, but there's so many American products that are just made, created in America, but then just made in China. Like, and it says it, like one of them I had says, you know, like made, those make America great again hats. Yeah. It's like designed <laughs> in America, uh, responsibly made in China. That was a new one. Sure. I hadn't seen that one before. Um, and so I think we're going to get outside of that and kind of do just more of an outdoor. What we were going to do is, uh, you know, you know, like something like searching the American wild or, you know, um, you know, something wild Americans reviewing American products, uh, something like that. But I think we're going to, we'll probably switch out to a broader audience um, and try to throw in some reviews because, you know, a lot of the reviews that people do, um, you know, I, I found somewhat useful, but when I got the product in my hand, I felt like they didn't really describe the product the way I would have described it. So um, and I felt like a lot of those reviews were just like, oh, here's a product. This is what I'm getting, you know, paid or marketed to do. Right. Or, and so it's like, here's this can, here's this, you know, um, stove and this is what it does and, you know, whatever. And, and they don't really give the good and positive and say that, you know, your interest may be completely different than mine interest. And, and it's the same for everybody. So, um, so we'll, we'll see, you know, we'll do fishing. I, you know, it'd probably be just overall journeys experience. Um, I think too, that I'd like to do is a, a video diary. Hmm. Um, so it's just something to keep up with and to be able to look back maybe, you know, one day when I'm gone, my great grandkids, you know, or somebody maybe will say, Hey, look at those stupid things. I hope There's to God that my great grandkids never watch these podcasts. No, I, they, they <laughs> that is the to. only thing. I hope this is the only thing that survives of my existence. There, <laughs> there's one, so I, there's a channel that you just basically in the genre of what you described, I started watching it for survivalist training. It was a guy who would like teach you how to evade 
a mugger in an urban setting and he'd give yeah. all these tips and tricks and every once in a while he'd do a review of like different kinds of knives and stuff now slowly it's this last video was an hour long rant about how the right wing needs to organize to take down like it's turned into like this <laughs> like this conspiracy theory channel yeah now now is the time to fight back against tyranny i was like well, hold on I, I wish we'd go back to the knife reviews yeah <laughs> so i mean i don't, I, I, feel, I feel you and I, I, i'm gonna try we're gonna try not to get it on that you know? yeah. we're, not, we're not we're not political enough to do knife reviews greg we're not gonna be political <laughs> enough for that the first my- video I saw of his was like, okay, run around a corner to evade a mugger. And then now he's telling us. <laughs> his number one way to evade a mugger is find a corner. They'll never find you. <laughs> you want to get to the first 90 degree angle you can find. Stand there. I mean, that's really what it was. And then the last one was like, here's how we take down Joe Biden. <laughs> Survival. <laughs> oh, that's great. Greg, are we going to count that as the piece of social media that you've been vibing on? Or is there something else that you like particularly? Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I don't know. Okay. Oh, okay. Does this count? There's a YouTube video that I can't stop watching. It's a music video called Love Me Land by a Swedish pop singer called Zara Larsson. And I am obsessed with it. It's a YouTube? Yeah, it's a you YouTube. Hmm. It's a music video. I don't know if that counts. But I, I'm playing it nonstop. Like, I can't wait. I'm so ready for this episode to be over so that I can just keep playing that video. Is it just, because, a, is it just because the person that has your last name? Is there a connection there? I, it's like every detail that re- – I like the sound of it. And then I was like, oh, she has my same last name. And then I saw the video. I was like, oh, I really like the video. And then it, it, it's like every detail deeper that I got into, I was like, I like this more. Are you listening to it right now, Turk? Yeah. This is exactly what I thought it would be. <laughs> yes. This is the so, Kanye West of college for him right now. <laughs> I had a very similar experience the other day. I was listening to the radio and I heard a song uh, by Ash, Moral of the Story. And I'm not one to listen to the radio, so I'm not up to like date on who popular singers are. And all of a sudden, like this, this song thumps. This song absolutely slaps. It puts some butter in your hips, makes you dance a little bit. And I take it home and I'm like singing it. And I tell my wife, I'm like, you got to listen to this song. And she listened to it. She's like, this song's like three years old. Like this song peaked in 2019. Don't tell me this is new. See, it's new to What's me. it called? Ash is the singer. Moral of the story. And it's, uh, it's featuring Niall Horan of old uh, One Direction fame. Mm, I'll have to check but it out. It, she it looks slaps. like the kind of singer. It absolutely thumps but uh i do want to talk about a piece of social media uh tweet that i was vibing on and i like it very much and it's from at clay underscore png goes by harold and it just says the only one who should be spreading misinformation is mr information please elaborate wait answer turk's question first <laughs> Wait, what do you want to know, Turk? I want to elaborate on, on what uh, really hooked you into this. The only one that should be spreading misinformation is Mr. Information. Yeah, how did that talk to you? How did it, how did it speak to you? I want to know. How does it I, not just speak to you, Turk? <laughs> it just sounds, I mean, it does speak to me. It, it is, it's, it's poetic and it's like, it's supposed to touch me, but I don't understand why. You know what I mean? All right, well, like, I'm going I'm to give you another one then. I need to see if this one touches your heart okay. as much as it touched mine. Let this sink in. 
Jeff Bezos could Venmo me $5 and still be a billionaire. <laughs> I love it. That's I connected that. I connected that one. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> that is from at Jackie's Backy. Oh, man. <laughs> I do love it. I do appreciate it. Uh, Greg, how much time do we have left before we get, have to boot off? I mean, we can do whatever we want. We're grownups. I don't know. I haven't seen. You don't know me. I haven't seen a countdown well, yet. We do have a Super Bowl. Oh, that's entirely fair. The time thing just came up 10 minutes. No, to be okay. completely fair, we are not as grown up because our fans, remember, are a little baby Fauci's. And as the baby Fauci's, text- the fans, we can't possibly be, be grown ups. Uh, Turk, our fans' names, so we're still narrowing it down there. Baby, either baby Fauci's, uh, texture boys, or texture girls. Uh, baby uh, no, uh, la- lady texture boys. If I have a Wait. vote that actually counts, it's baby Fauci's. Baby okay. Fauci's. <laughs> and then right. John has his little voice for it. Uh, if you're going to do that, yeah. It's baby <laughs> they, come, they come on the podcast. They ask us questions about the vachines. Oh, you got to yep. get the vachine. Yep. Uh, it is time for the ever-loving moment at the end of this podcast that everyone, everyone loves. That's what ever-loving means. Uh, joke time. Greg, have you written any good jokes this week? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot fewer one-liners, so just kind of working on some uh, kind of longer stuff, if you don't mind. Not super long, but just uh, uh, how come anyone can take anything from baggage claim? The, the security is so tight all the way up until baggage claim, and the, the only defense I have once it comes out of that carousel is the fact that I put a ribbon on it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, so we're just kind of moving along here. That's good. That's good observational humor. I like it. I dig <laughs> yeah. it. Some more observational stuff. Uh, I want a dog, but I don't want the kind of dog that I would have to get chemotherapy for. I want the kind of dog that when it gets sick, I can just drown it in a river. Cry me a river. <laughs> Cry me a river. Oh, Jesus, man. Oh, Aaron, are you That's prepared it. with any jokes today? You don't have to be. Nope. But I right. did I ever tell you about being, wanting to be a centaur? <laughs> Please do. Uh. Well, as a child, I always grew up, I wanted to be a centaur, you know, just to have the elegant body of a human, but the dick of a horse. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that is, I will vouch for the fact that Turk and I used to host a, a weekly comedy show in college. That is Turk's oldest joke. It's his best joke. Uh, it might I, be my only really joke, but yeah, we're sticking with it. I think the funniest joke that you ever wrote, Turk. Uh, I'm going to butcher it, but the fact that your mom used to heckle, used to yeah. hassle you for leaving dishes out because you'd get ants everywhere, and now you have an ant farm, so now look at me, mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. Oh. And it's actually, weirdly enough, that is one of your favorites, and it did get a good crowd, a crowd uh, applause, but I thought that was actually one of the stupidest ones I ever did. Good, you got to show you. It's not about it's the what great thing about humor, man. Yeah. Stupid things win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, as you guys know, I've been dabbling in woodworking a lot. Uh, and recently I got a new, it's a, it's a woodmarking scribe. I don't know if you're familiar with it's got, it's got like a wheel on it and a little point and you run it up and down the wood and it creates a, a spot that you can cut an exact line. Um, and I'm a big fan of it. I think it, it's a really useful tool. Uh, a lot of people tell me just pencil and ruler does the same thing, but that's a bullshit technique. That's where I draw the line. This caveman. I <laughs> got dude. That got about as many jokes as your Moderna kick. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Same number of jokes. Yeah. Same, as many laughs. Sorry, fuck, man. I was no. like, yeah, same. <laughs> Words. Oh, that's they all great. fit together somehow. Well, Aaron, where can people find you on social media when they look for this podcast in four months? Uh, where can people find you? Uh, is there anything you need to shout out before we head on? Um, we'll, we'll, um, so let's start with this. Um, I think we'll probably do Instagram because obviously y'all have had some success, but I can tell you right now that once we go through this, we're going to want to kind of reach out to you guys. Um, y'all are kind of paving the way for us. So any, uh, advice you guys have, uh, maybe one day we'll talk about, uh, things you've learned through this as you get some experience, but, um, but yeah, we'll probably do Instagram. It looks like it's manageable. Um, we'll check some other stuff. I got to finish this book. I know it talks about kind of some of those outlets to platforms to use. So we'll take a, I'll see what they have to offer. Um, and then we'll get you a name and we'll do that. We'd love to come together. And uh, I'm sure Jeff and I would love to come and be able to, you know, if you let us plug in our little section for a second, we'll love to have you on the other side. Um, and, uh, you know, it's what whatever happens it's been it'll be fun and i thank you guys for having me um i'm honored or as much as you guys are honored <laughs> to have me um but can uh, i just hold on time out sorry that was really sweet you haven't given us any information about where i don't know I, 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 well, I'm, I'm getting to the point is that I, I, I ultimately you're gonna get your information you gotta give me some, you gotta give me some time to get back to you this is uh this is brainstorming whoa there's other on here um oh don't get us started there's an armpit hair so you don't want to go down there you sure if you can't put your hands in there and your underarms hair don't come out like you sh- come on man you got a shirt yeah you got to do shorter so, sleeve on your shirt i don't have any information for you Sorry, there is a there is a list but i'm, I'm gonna send your way you. you're acting like a hostile witness <laughs> i don't have any information where can the people find you online? Listen, man, I already told you. I don't have any information. I plead the freaking fifth. My right, and you can't take it from me. All right? All right, Greg, let's get the fuck out of here. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Greg Larson Comedy. Find me on Twitter at Greg Lar- at the Greg Larson. Find me on Twitter also at Clubby Baseball. Uh, go to my website, clubbybook.com. And find us on YouTube at Don't Shoot the Gingers. John? And you can find me on Twitter at Don't Shoot the Gingers. You can also find me on Instagram at Don't Shoot the Gingers as well. I will not be posting a damn thing in my life, but I will get to 540,000 followers. Right now, I'm at 31. Wait, no, Puma Revived. Puma Revived. Oh, yeah. At Puma Revived on on Instagram. The other, yeah, whatever. Fuck, man. I'm all out of this. And Turk got me all thrown off. This, honestly, the best way, if you're ever getting interrogated, just do what Turk just did because it'll throw <laughs> off the people. They don't know what to do. <laughs> they will not know what to do, and they'll just they'll just fling it at the end of the podcast. And uh, I guess that's where we got to go. That's hey, been man. episode 64 of Don't Shoot the Gingers. Turk, tell the people your name. Aaron Kynard Turk. I'm Ted Balloon. And I'm LaCordon Flu. And you're listening. The Dungeons of the Dangerous. Bye. Eh, you're okay.